Good morning. Welcome to today's program of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez, founder of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. Welcome to today's program. Okay. And out of Deuteronomy chapter 32, give ear. O you heavens, I will speak, and hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. My doctrine shall drop as the rain, my speech shall distill as the dew, as a small rain upon the tender herb, and as the showers upon the grass, because I will publish the name of the Lord, ascribe you greatness unto our God. He is the rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are judgment. A God of truth. And without iniquity. Just and right is he. This was the song of Moses. His final presentation to the children of Israel. before they passed over the Jordan River into the Promised Land, or on, on the way to the Promised Land. They had a journey before they would get to the land that God had given Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So it was the beginning of a, tra it was a transition. It was leaving one place, crossing an obstacle to go to another place. The Jordan River was an obstacle. In our lives, we have obstacles. We have things that God would have us do from the time that we meet Him. And we have to transition out of the old life, what we were before we meet Christ. We have to transition from our old way of living, our old life, our old thinking, our old habits, what we were, what we are, what we did before we come to Christ. And then, once upon meeting Christ and receiving Him, then that begins a journey which takes us to hardships. And through our lives, we do have these difficulties. We do have... Uh, problems, but 
because Christ is with us, we can be victorious and overcome the, the problems of life, the hardships, because we have, God has an objective with us. With we Christians, our lives are a journey. But eventually, we will have that land that God promised to give us in the scriptures called the Millennial Kingdom. And for 2,000 years, the churches of God have been moving through time. But now, we are at the period in the plan of God, a plan that was planned from the foundation of the world. We are, are at the end of a dispensation. The end of a age. Something is about to end. Something new is about to begin. We have one final river, the Christians, the born-again Christians, Jewish and Gentile Christians, have one final river to cross. And the world is going to cross this river also. Whether they know God, whether they don't know God, whether they believe in God, whether they are uh, indifferent to God, it doesn't matter. The whole world is going to cross a river, a time, and this river is called tribulation. And the river has two parts to it. A initial part, which is three and a half years, which is called tribulation, and a second half, which is called great tribulation. The whole world is going to go through this time. The Christians, we have known for 2,000 years, according to the writings in the New Testament and the Old Testament, both Testaments, that there would be a time where the whole world would go through hardships like the world had never experienced. The pastors of this country are not really addressing, haven't really addressed, but are going to begin to address the matter of the change that is taking place and has taken place internationally. And what this means to this generation, this, the, the people living here in this, in this uh, new century, in this new decade. It's, a, uh, it's difficult to present the reality of, of a negative situations to people. People are not, uh, in this country, we are what the Old Testament would call, we're tender-footed. The American people are tender-footed. We're uh, not used to hardship. I, I can't say that across the board, but generally speaking as a society, even the poor people of this country, they haven't made. Even the poor people are not poor like the poor people in the 
third world countries. People don't like to talk, and pastors don't like to talk about negative things. But the Bible never fails to mention everything that is negative. The whole Bible is, is stories of negative situations. Because in the world, at the, at the very beginning, I'll go back to the book of Genesis with Cain and Abel. Prior to Cain and Abel, there was no murder. But the Bible presents a neg negative scenario. You had Abel, who had favor with God through uh, what he, his offerings that he came to offer God. Cain, he uh, felt that his offerings were accept should be acceptable to God and they were rejected. And so eventually it caused an enmity enmity and uh, Cain killed Abel. So immediately we have something negative occurring in the Bible. Now moving all the way through the scripture through the last 6,000 years roughly to the present day. The principle that was set with Cain and Abel in the book of Genesis is also that principle in the book of Revelation. In the book of Revelation you have the people in a type, mankind in a type of Cain who will kill his fellow man. At the end of the world, in the time in which we live, there will be a great uh, negative, there's a, there is a great negative scenario, and the scenario is the death of millions and millions and millions, probably billions of people. God is honest with what he has presented in the Bible through the stories, through the history. And God is faithful to tell mankind the truth and especially God's children. He has been faithful to tell his children the truth. And in the book of Revelation, when John received the vision on Patmos, or the island, this was God's way of telling the future generations what to expect. The book of Revelation is a complete, it's like an egg. Everything in an egg is complete. Everything for giving life to a new chick or chicks, depending on how many eggs you have, it's complete. Everything is in that egg. In the book of Revelation, everything that the world, the societies of the world, that the Jewish people, that the Christian people, uh, the church of God, the church of God has two peoples, Jew and Gentile. And in the book of Revelation, both peoples are represented. The church as a whole with two families, Jewish by birth, Gentile by adoption, 
Both are in the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation also contains the children of the devil, the children who do evil, who cannot do good, the mature, the mature, uh, the maturity of mankind. Mankind as a whole, there will be those who mature that are good, upright, that are the good people of the world, apart from being Christians, apart from Christianity, about apart from religion, they're just good people in the world. Then you have the wicked. God has told us the truth. In the book of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, Christ, in each of these books, the only book he did not talk about, the only book that he did not mention the end of the world and the time prior to his coming is the book of John. It's meant, in the book of John, uh, Christ uses John's writings in the Gospel of John. Christ presents himself to the world as God, the Son of God, as the Savior of the world, and eventually as the God, uh, he presents God the Father, uh, the, the, tri the triunity, the, the uh, plurality of God. And John presents also in the gospel life, God as life. Not as just a supreme, all-seeing, all-knowing, omnipotent, um, omnipotent, powerful God, but he presents God, eternity, past, present, and future as life itself. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. In him was life. The essence of God is life. This is the essence. This is the makeup of all that God is, life. And God in his creation, wherever you look, you see life. Whether it be in the plant world, the in biology, with the animals, with the creatures, with mankind, with the the uh, just all the oceans doesn't matter. God presents John presents God as life, and not just life. There's three types of life: Zoe life which is eternal life. The Greeks used the word zoe for eternal, non-created, always will be, exist, cannot. Uh, uh, this type of life will always exist. It cannot be distinguished. It cannot be uh, killed. This is why they could not kill Christ. They killed him physically, but he had to raise from the dead because he is life. Then you have the uh, suki life, which is the soul life. We, as humans, are a three-part being. We are a, we have the spirit, of, uh, uh, spirit within us, to contain the Zoe life. We have the soul, which is mind, emotion, and will. That is our soul, and then we have bios, which is our biological physical body 
in the Zoe life, in the spirit, that compartment that uh, is able to contain that the spirit of man has three parts too. One is the heart, the ability to love, to hate, the heart. Then you have in the spirit, you have the conscience, knowing right and wrong. And also you have the intuition, which is the ability, it is a, a spiritual sensitivity to know things that are not so much natural, but instinctive. So that is the human spirit. And upon being born again, that those three aspects of the spirit of man are given life by the spirit of God. And the conscience be becomes even more sensitive, the heart becomes even more sensitive, and the intuition becomes much more sensitive. Then again, you have the mind, emotion, and the will, and you have the, bo the physical body. So God is life. In the book of Revelation, the way in which Christ wrote or, or the way in which God presented the vision to John, again, it was complete. It takes all of the doctrines, the thinking of the whole scripture from Genesis all the way through the New Testament and it's, it condenses everything in the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation is a just like here in Deuteronomy chapter 32. Give ear, O heavens, I will speak. Give ear. Oh, uh, see here. Give ear, O heavens, I will speak. And hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. My doctrine shall drop as the rain. My speech shall distill as the dew, the small rain upon the tender herb, and as the showers upon the grass because I will publish the name of the Lord, ascribe ye greatness unto our God. Verse 3. The book of Revelation does exactly what Moses said in verse 3 of Deuteronomy chapter 32. I will publish the name of the Lord. This is what John the Apostle did as he was given the vision and told to write in that the whole book of Revelation is publishing the name of God, the name of the Messiah of God. It is the revelation of Jesus Christ, the unveiling, the making known, the uh, making known what was what is hidden, what is not understood about Jesus Christ, Messiah, Yeshua. It's making known everything about him his righteousness his glory his justice the authority that he has the plan that uh, the intention that he had from the time of his resurrection to the time when he uses his authority and his power to bring the children of the all the, the wicked children of the world to Armageddon, the armies of the world, the armies of the world that have caused so much hardship, 
the armies put together by the nations, each nation using their military to bring hardships, pain, death to their societies. The, the, may, the, the, the end of the world great empire, the collective ruled by a, a collective of nations ruled by one superpower, one empire, one great authority, and how God will use that authority, this, this end time nation, to make it clear to all the inhabitants of the world that what God said would happen in the book of Revelation would happen. There would not be two or three or four different superpowers. There would be one main superpower. And even it, it is distinct, it is clear in, Revel, in Revelation 13 that it will be ruled by a person and it would be that person would have the best of technology, science, the best that the collective world has put together in culture, in uh, military powers, and you that person would have the ability to destroy Actually, he says that he will destroy with a continual stroke. And, and uh, the meaning is that once he begins to his campaign on the earth to take over, to rule the world, it would be a smooth stroke, just a smooth move into evil like the world has never seen. And if Christ would not return, no flesh would be saved. And the Christians of the world today, especially in the book of Revelation, it, talked about, it talks about how many of the Christians would be dysfunctional. They would be ineffective. They would be useless. They would be compromised. They would be deceived. That would be the seven churches in chapter 2 and chapter 3 of Revelation in each church. There are overcomers, there are those that are faithful, but there are those that are not faithful, that have been distracted by the world, that have been deceived by the devil. An ineffective church, an in ineffective body of believers. Everything is in the book of Revelation. And the Lord did not want to hide anything. He had to present honestly what his own people would be like and what the world would be like and how he would use the world to bring affliction and hardship to his people because of their their uh, attitude toward God of all people the attitude of God's children should be uh, toward God, it should be uh, <clears throat> his, their, their actions and their lives should be worthy of, I don't, I'm trying to, I'm having a hard time explaining. The Christians should be having a God who delivers them from sin, 
washes their sins away, forgives them of their sins, should be that of gratitude, gratitude and loyalty. But it's not. Because the children have been deceived by the world, by the cosmos. And I'm moving in the direction of presenting to, to you today this matter of the cosmos and the power of the cosmos and what the cosmos is. It is just basically simply the world and all that the world is. And God wants his children now of all times to know that it's going to be the world that is going to keep you from transitioning from where you are <clears throat> to where you need to be in the time to come. If you understand what the world is, if you understand how the world is being used against you, then you're going to be successful. You'll be successful in your war with the heart, with the <clears throat> you'll be successful and victorious as you move into the future. There's a lot coming at the world and there's going to be a lot coming at the body of Christ. To be successful, you're going to have to be free from the entanglements of the world. We'll be right back. Dennis Prager here reminding you to join me weeknights for conversation about today's burning issues, the ones that sometimes keep you up at night so you can listen to me. Dennis Prager, weeknights, 9 to midnight on the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 KHNC. 1360KHNC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. Come on, man. You own a business in northern Colorado, and you haven't called us to get your business in front of our fiercely loyal audience? We're giving businesses free radio interviews over 100-plus commercials a month during the primetime hours, reaching thousands of people a day, several times a day. Be smart. Don't be unintelligent. Call Bucky at 970-825-9305. We could start growing your business and making some real money fast. Call Bucky at 970-825-9305. The creation of the cell phone has been an incredible technological advancement with many conveniences, but at the same time has become the largest tracking device the world has ever seen and destroys any privacies you think you may have. At any given time, multiple governmental agencies can be listening to your cell phone calls or intercepting your texts or emails. Because of this invasion of privacy, the Defense Enabling Assistance Framework created deaf protection that keeps your personal and digital cell phone information protected. To learn more, visit us at DeafProtection.com. That's DeafProtection.com. Make sure your calls, texts, and emails are protected at all times during transmission. Reasons to Own Gold, number 175. Universal basic income, where the government just gives people money 
because they won't be able to live and provide for their families because the dollar has been devalued beyond comprehension while never admitting to inflation. Prosperity never comes from the printing press. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. All right, we're going to continue. The world, the cosmos. In, uh, I think it was 1980, in the 80s, I have a brother-in-law I had a brother-in-law who passed away, and we, he was, the funeral was in Rock Springs, Wyoming, and uh, my parent, my wife's parents were Greek Orthodox, that was the religion. The funeral was at the Greek Orthodox Church in Rock Springs, Wyoming. The father who did the ceremony, his name was Father Lucas, and he was a just a Greek, short, stocky, round, rotund kind of a guy, cheerful, really a neat guy. And he had uh, served that community for, oh, I don't know, 20, 30 years, Father Lucas. And, uh, you know, with the uh, Orthodox, they don't marry, they don't have wives. And because, uh, because uh, you know, I'm evangelical, I... You know, I mean, I would say hi, Father Lucas, and greet him, and you know, but I really didn't have any fellowship with him. Well, at the funeral, his message was one of the most powerful messages I had ever heard. And I was really not only shocked, but I, I couldn't believe the power that this Greek Orthodox father that he had, and his message was on the world, on the cosmos, and the power of the cosmos, and what the people who, who are affluent, how the cosmos can deceive them. And uh, my wife's family, they're, they're uh, all... They're all, they've all uh, been successful in business. My father-in-law was successful. But Father Lucas gave this message on, on the world and how the world will destroy your love for your family members and for your mankind in general. The purpose of the world is not to bring peace but to bring division. The purpose of the world is not about love, but about hate. And I'm talking about a world, the world of the 
cosmeter, the cosmocrator. I'm trying to, I don't have the word in front of me, but it means the one who is in charge of, who rules the world. This is the devil. He's the one who rules this world. And I listened, and he, his message was about 30 minutes. I didn't, I just sat totally captivated and captured by what he had to say. This was a funeral, and he was given a message on the dangers of the world, the dangers of wealth, the dangers of, of being successful, and what it will do to you and destroy a family. I never forgot it. Six years ago, I think it was about 2013, 2014, somewhere in there, I was in Salt Lake City. Small little Pentecostal church north of Salt Lake, right along the uh, Highway 15. And there was a this one meeting. The pastor had a a black brother, a young black man. He was probably 40. From, I believe it was the Assemblies of God out of Springfield, Missouri. His first name was Zoller. I forgot his last name. I have his card. And Zoller, he uh, gave a message out of 1 John chapter 2 and 3. And it was on the world, on the cosmos. And it was, again, one of those situations where I knew the Holy Spirit was 100% involved in that message. He went verse by verse. And I'm going to explain to this audience, I began last week to explain what the world is. And I'm going to uh, give you the understanding of the world, of the cosmos. And I started out of Matthew chapter 4. And in Matthew chapter 4, I have my notes right here, and I'm trying to find the right set of verses. I'll go from memory. Chapter 4, Christ is taken and is being tempted by the devil. The final of the three different the three different uh, Christ, uh, Satan offered Christ three things or, or tempted him in three ways and the final way was that if you will fall down and worship me I will give you all the kingdoms of the world of the cosmos and he had taken Christ to a pinnacle to see not just to look down upon Jerusalem but actually Satan took him into the future, into the time that we live in. And he showed Christ these kingdoms. He showed Christ what his, what his world, what his kingdom would be like. And if you look at the world today, the world today is, is unbelievable. The nations of the world, the economies of the world, uh, which you can't really grasp unless you get into the economies of each nation. and But overall, we have an idea of what Christ was 
being shown. And Satan said, the power of the world, the wealth of the world, all the wealth, according to the Bible, the wealth comes out of the ground. Well, if you take a little bit of wealth out of the ground, there's only a little bit of wealth that you, you can observe. But now, because we have uh, the way and the machinery to extract gold and silver, precious stones, we metals of every kind, rare earth metals, the more you take out of the ground, the more you realize how wealthy God's world is, the earth is. The earth is full of wealth. They, I doubt we've even tapped a percent of the wealth and the riches in the in the world in the land itself then out of the land the wealth just in farming the wealth in uh, with agriculture with cattle with uh, you know that world with the, with the farms and the ranches this is what Satan was showing Christ, and Christ said, No, you shall worship the Lord thy God, and him only will you worship and get behind me. So it began by Christ introducing to the disciples this matter of the world in the, in the, in the story and what had happened with the visit that Christ had with the devil. The world, this world is the world of the devil. It is the world that Satan controls. He's the ruler. He's the proprietor. It's his world. And we Christians believe, many Christians, I, I've heard many Christian pastors say that this world belongs to the Lord. It does belong to him. He created it. But it does not, at, pre at the present, he does not control it. He does not rule it. It is being ruled by someone else. The devil. So, then, in the book of, in the, in the New Testament, I, I, the Old Testament, there, the, wor the word world, in its different meanings, is mentioned 46 times. In the New Testament, the term world is mentioned 206 times, five times more than in the Old Testament. And with John the Apostle, he mentions in the book of John, in the Gospel, he mentions the world 59 times. In his epistle, the first epistle, he mentions the world 17 times. And in the book of Revelation, he mentions the world, the cosmos, seven times. And in one of the mentions in the book of Revelation, in Revelation chapter 13, I'm sorry, 11 verses 18, John says, the kingdoms of this cosmos have become the kingdom of our Lord and His Christ. In other words, Christ is coming to take back 
what was usurped from him. He's coming back to take the world, which would be all the, the whole of mankind, the earth, the structures of control internationally. He's coming to take it back. But at the same time, he is coming to destroy the other negative aspect of the world, which is controlled presently by the devil. That world is going to be destroyed, completely, thoroughly done away with. The way in which the cosmos is used is this. Number one, it is like in the term of adornment, or it's like a decoration, an eternal adorning, adorning where cosmos speaks of a woman wearing that which is fitting with her character as a believer. And what she wears is not out of order. There is an order to it. In the New Testament, the James and Peter talk that women about women. They are to attire themselves in a way and a fashion that is they're to be adorned. They're to, to present themselves in a a fashion that is not out of order, that is acceptable. She should not be a believer who just seeks external adornment that mimics the adorning of the, the ways in which the children of the world adorn themselves. The, uh, you know, within Hollywood, with that part of the world, there's excess. And Peter and James and the thought in the New Testament with women is they are to not mimic, not look like, not try to present themselves like the children of the world and the fashion that the children of the world and how they are fashioned. But actually, they are to be these people can these people can be out of order. It can be too much. And the thought is that the women are to adorn themselves in a fitting way, in a manner. It should uh, their attire should always be ordered to draw attention to the face, and not so much to the body. In other words. You want the focus to be on a woman's face, but not with the jewels. They don't look because she's wearing tiaras and earrings with big diamonds. No. But the Christian women, the women of children of God, they should draw the attention to their face, not to their body. Another term for the world cosmos. So, that and then the stars in the universe, they are adorned. And the way in which the, the constellations and the galaxies and the heavens, they're adorned in a way that draws attention to them. 
in a matter manner that is uh, glory brings glory to God. Then there is a universe. Another term for the world can be the universe and the whole creation. Another term is uh, the whole of mankind. I'm going to my notes. I have to, I have to back away from them. The whole of mankind could be considered the world, the world of mankind. And in the, in the whole of the man, world of mankind, then you have the wicked in the mix, the righteous in the mix, the wealthy, the poor, the educated, non-educated, male, female. You have the races, uh, black, white, uh, uh, brown, uh, yellow, you have all the races. You have the cultures, the different cultures on the different continents with their different uh, ways. You have the world of mankind. Then you have the Christian world, the non-Christian world, you have a Jewish world. You have the world prior to Christ. You have the world after Christ, post-Christ. You have, then in the world, then you have the wealth of the world. So, these are the things that John, in his writings in the book of John, there will be each way in which he uses, he'll use his, the word world in one way, and in the next verse may be presenting. Then you have the world of the sinner. Christ died for the whole world, the whole world that is far from God, the whole world that is not only far from God, but is going to be judged by God. So God sends Christ to die for that world that is perishing. The word cosmos in the scripture and the way in which God puts it together, it includes everything. Now in the world, you have to again remember that there is the one cosmocrator. I think that's how they pronounce the devil who, were, who orchestrates his kingdom when he came to Christ, he presented to Christ his kingdom and how his kingdom was put together and the order of his kingdom. We'll be right back. Hey folks, the Rev here. This economy has retailers scrambling for ways to increase revenue. Radio reaches 9 out of 10 people every day. Your next loyal customer needs to hear about you. Advertise with 1360 KHNC. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343 to get it done. That's 303-809-3343. Promotion's done right. Again, 303-809-3343. <laughs> Thank you. 
Hi, my name is Vince with Serenity Painting and Decorating since 2010, painting residential and commercial locations. For a free estimate, please call Vince Rivera at 970-978-9565. Please ask about our free window cleaning after paint service. Again, 970-978-9565. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Is the driveway made of fruit leather, or has the apple stopped appling? If your half of a 100-foot cottonwood tree just needs a haircut, call Affordable Tree Service North at 970-568-6898. We have saved many trees everyone else said was dead. Ah, show us! Hey, you're not in this one either. From fire mitigation, bushes, trees, to bees, that's 568-6898. God bless us! Hi, right, folks. Brian Kilmeade here. Thanks for listening to my show each weekday from 7 till 9 a.m. Have you heard how much KHNC, the Roar of the Rockies, has grown? Got a new lineup, big signal, and rapidly growing audience. So if you own a business and would like to reach a conservative, patriotic, northern Colorado audience in a very affordable way, contact my buddies, my friends at KHNC, 970-587-5003, or email them at ontheair at khnc.net. That's 970-587-5003. Tell them Brian Kilmeade sent you. Well, that's the end of the first hour. My contact information is P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. The Olive Tree Ministry, abbreviated, just Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502, and Rick at khnc.net. Uh, if for those that have sent me a text or an email, I apologize. I, I am trying to cut back on hours. I work part-time, and I am just swamped, and I am not complaining. I thank God that uh, I'm able to keep my world together. Every Sunday from 8 to 11 for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program, I'll be here. On Thursdays, I have one more Thursday program. This coming week will be the last program of the open forum from 11 to 1. And after this week, uh, the week of the Labor Day weekend, I was going to start a program on Monday, but because it's Labor Day, I decided to take that day off. I'm not going to be in on Monday on Labor Day, 
but starting Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of that week, and every week after, Monday through Thursday, from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m., I'll follow Alex Jones, and I'll be on Monday through Thursday. Again, the Tuesday following the Labor Day weekend, I will begin the two to three hour a day program Monday through Thursday. And then uh, at noon today, for the rest of this month, I'll have from noon to one, I'll bring in information about what's happening in the world that pertains to Bible prophecy and what's happening in the world presently, what happened with Afghanistan. It is the uh, bell. What has happened there is set in motion the coming war in Israel, her initial wars, and also now uh, Russia is beginning to prepare all of all of a sudden, things have shifted, and it, and Russia is going to be going a different direction. The cosmos, the world, the world of the cosmocrator, the devil, his world, the world of the wicked one, and all that he controls is now coming at the good people of the world and is going to come at the Christian people, the family of God, Jewish and Gentile, born-again family of God in the churches. The world has made the... Satan's kingdom is now on the move. Now, John... I'm sorry, James 4, 4. You are like unfaithful wives having illicit love affairs with the world and breaking your marriage vow to God, do you not know that being the world's friend is being God's enemy? Whoever chooses to be a friend of the world, the cosmos, takes his stand as an enemy of God. God is warning his children, you can no longer have any uh, tenderness toward the world because the world is coming to kill you. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy our fine, my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com. Click on the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. For more than a day now, Coloradans have been on their way to help out Louisiana following Hurricane Ida. Colorado Task Force 1 will join the search and rescue effort there after the storm makes landfall. They were on the way to Alexandria, northwest of New Orleans, on Saturday. Forty-five members packed up their gear to head out. For them, it's just another day of work. Some folks that are in trouble, and we're going to try and go down and see what we can do to help them out. That's our job. But for so many, leader Brian Daly and his colleagues assist, it's much, much more. Ida is expected to make landfall sometime today, exactly 16 years after the devastation left behind by Hurricane Katrina. I'm Jim Williams.
firefighters in Morgan County thought they had a handle on a small wildfire outside Wiggins on Friday. Early Saturday, though, Mother Nature changed her mind when the fire flared up again, sending up new, bigger plumes of smoke. The fire crews called in an air tanker and even got some help from an ag sprayer. Half a dozen farmers and ranchers helped hold the fire lines, and the flames there are now almost fully contained for real this time. Official estimates say the fire burned across almost five square miles. Colorado Springs Police and the CBI still looking for a man who triggered an Amber Alert this week. They're looking for Arthur Lee Glover. Police say he fired a gun at his ex-girlfriend and her 10-year-old son Friday afternoon before taking off with his 21-month-old daughter. Officers found the girl safe less than 12 hours later. CBI describes Glover as bald, wearing glasses. They think he's driving a black sedan. The Colorado Rapids tried last night to become the franchise's first squad to win four in a row in 18 years, but couldn't quite get it done in MLS action against Sporting Kansas City. Final score, 1-1. And in L.A., the Rockies pitched John Gray against the Dodgers, but lost him to an apparent arm injury in the third inning. L.A. took advantage, winning 5-2. I'm Ted Werbett. If you want the best rate for your mortgage, look no further than American Financing. Because at American Financing, they're in it for you, creating custom loans designed around your goals. Whether it's a lower rate, access to cash, or even a new home purchase, they've got you covered. No pressure and no upfront or hidden fees. Call 303-695-7000 or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Professor, what's all the excitement about? It's Powerball. Now there's an extra drawing day and an add-on called Double Play where you can win up to $10 million for just a buck. So I'm searching for a mathematically perfect set of lucky numbers. Cosine, tangent, please excuse my dear aunt Sally. I've done it! You forgot to carry the one. Oh. Powerball is bigger and better than ever with a new Monday drawing and the chance to win up to $10 million with Double Play. Must be 18 to buy. Prizes equal 50% of overall sales. Odds of winning 1 in 25. See coloradolottery.com for details. Abortion is murder, right? You shall not murder. It's the sixth commandment. But the pro-life industry says it's not murder. If the baby's due in six months or more. What? If the abortionist follows sanitary procedure. Excuse me? Then you can kill the baby? Legally? Join Colorado Right to Life and act to stop abortion today and to end it for all time. Search Colorado Right to Life right now to find out how. That's Colorado Right to Life right now. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. 
1964, a 10 cent dime bought you 10 cents worth of stuff. Today, we sell this silver dime for well over $2. This silver dime will buy you the same amount as it did in 1964, and it will buy you the same amount in 2030, 2040, and well beyond. Call 800-951-0592, the Patriot Trading Group, your gold and silver experts. 800-951-0592. Welcome back to Hour 2 of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm Rick Rodriguez. In the first hour, well, before I get into that, every Sunday from 8 to 11 for the Olive Tree Program, Radio Church, I do consider it a church ministry, and the reason I do is because The Lord made it clear that uh, He would, pardon me, that there was to be a body of believers in the world that was to be, uh, how would I phrase it? They were to be, Christ said, to, to uh, tend, to feed His flock. As a, I do, I am a teacher, a Bible teacher, not uh, in a sense of like J. Vernon McGee, but still, I will take thoughts and present them as I see them from the point of eschatology. I am a Bible, a, a prophecy teacher. And from the perspective of eschatology, end time prophecy, and how things are developing in the present world, I present to those in my audience what I see happening in relation to the time in which we live. In the first hour, I began to present the matter of the cosmos, the different meanings of the cosmos or the world. And the one aspect of the cosmos that Bible pastors and teachers don't like to talk about is the cosmos of the devil, the world of witchcraft. In the world, the universe, you have the world, which would include the universe. You have the world, which would be the, uh, the uh, all of mankind. You would have the world, which would be the earth and our solar system. You have different thoughts for the word cosmos, like the kingdom of the devil that is in the world, the kingdom of God that is in the cosmos. And in the cosmos you have the uh, 
all the, the, the sub-worlds, like the world of sports, of education, of finance, it can be broken down, it's in layers. But James said in James chapter 4, verse 4, you are like unfaithful wives, having illicit love affairs with the world, and breaking your marriage vow to God? Do you not know that being the world's friend is being God's enemy? Whoever chooses to be a friend of the world, the cosmos of Satan's world, takes his stand as an enemy of God. So that's where I began in the first hour. I'm going to continue with that. Every Sunday from 11 to 1, I'm sorry, every Thursday... One more time, from 11 to 1, I'll have one more program for the Olive... Boy, i got to slow down. I'll have one more program this coming Thursday for Open Forum from 11 to 1. And then the Open Forum Thursdays with, with me will be done. Starting next Tuesday through Thursday, I'll, have, I'll begin a new program from 2 to 3 p.m. But because it's Labor Day, I will not do a Monday program. The week following, I will do a programs Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3. I'll follow Alex Jones every day. But Labor Day, I'm going to take the day off. I won't have a program on Labor Day that afternoon. Today, after this program is over at 11, from noon to 1, I am going to present with a biblical perspective of what happened in Afghanistan. This is the uh, one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Things are now beginning to accelerate and move forward into the birth pains in the time in which we are in, and we're heading toward the tribulation. For the Christian people, the tribulation is now within view. We are that close to the tribulation. The uh, contact information is Olive Tree Ministry. Just I'll just abbreviate it. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, 80502. The cosmos, the world. I started out of Matthew chapter 24. And the word cosmos is used in many different ways. One of the important ways which, in which it is used. And for the Christians, because we're moving into the time now where the world is going to begin its great persecution of the churches of God. The church of God with two families, Jewish believer, Gentile believer. There is Israel, the family of God that is not part of the church. There are the unbelievers of the world, the Gentiles, not of the family of God. And then from 2 
each of these families, you have the church of God, and in the church of God, you have the Jewish and the Gentile believers, one born naturally and the other adopted. The tribulation that is coming, the cosmos, the world and the world that is hostile toward God and hostile to God's purpose and His plan is also hostile to God's children, the born-again people. It is hostile toward Israel as a nation, the elect of God. It is hostile toward the good people of the world that live by their conscience, this cosmos that is hostile to God and to mankind in general. And also there's a hostility of that cosmos toward the churches of God, the two families within the church, Jewish believer, Gentile believer. The part of the cosmos that the pastors of the land are afraid to talk about is the matter of the power behind the cosmos of the devil. The power of the Christian world, the Christian churches, the true believing churches of God, the power and the authority comes from Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit and the power that is in the name of Jesus Christ. That's the power of the kingdom of heaven. And the kingdom of heaven is in the cosmos, in the world. The world generally, the societies of the world that are for the most part controlled by the devil, controlled by evil. The power of the kingdom of heaven is multifaceted by the resurrection of Jesus Christ on the day of resurrection and the power that he gave the believers that night, the followers that night of resurrection, when he breathed into them his Holy Spirit, that eternal power is one of the, the great dynamic of the Christian people. Christ in you, the hope of glory, the Holy Spirit in you, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit dwelling within you, that's one of the dynamics. And then the power that is in the name of Jesus Christ. That is the power and authority just to begin with in the kingdom of heaven. In the cosmos, in the kingdom and the structure of the devil and his control over the world, is through witchcraft. And in the book of, of uh, Genesis, there's the account of Joseph being in Egypt. And in the Pharaoh's, uh, in his administration, were magicians, 
were the sorcerers, the Chaldeans. And in when Moses was in Egypt, he also eventually had a showdown with the magicians of Egypt. Daniel, the prophet, while he was in Babylon, he was responsible for saving the lives of the magicians and the soothsayers and the astrologers in Nebuchadnezzar's administration. Just the word magician, diviner, magician, astrologer, a magician in that world and for we believers, we really, I believe that the Holy Spirit is trying to get his children to not fear the things that I'm talking to you about, but to understand and to look at and to be aware that you just look at as you go into the day there doesn't be, appear to be any evil out there but there is evil that you don't see the spiders and you don't see the rattlesnakes you don't see all these things but they're there you have to be aware of them you have to know what they are you need to be able to identify just the creatures well in the occult world if you're going to be successful and if you're not going to be a victim you need to know what your enemy is up to who your enemy is how your enemy up how he operates or they operate because they are in the world the enemy is operating in child abductions in, in these children that are abducted many of these children once they're abducted they're never seen again because they're sacrificed. If you're not aware of it, well, you just think, well, okay, uh, you know, an apple fell out of the tree. It's just na nature. This is just not natural with what's happening in the evil in the world. Strong's definition of a magician a great an engraver a writer one who possesses occult knowledge this is very very powerful he's a possessed of occult knowledge he's a diviner astrologer magician astrologers they look at the heavens and they see the patterns in the heavens and they see how things align in the heavens and they interpret through the power of the witchcraft what's going to happen events that may happen on the earth or what's happening in the occult world or when they are in a season where they're going to be protected the word also applies to uh, initially with the Egyptian magicians but not only there uh, one of these magicians is a teller of hidden things when people go to these uh, people that read your palm your horoscope 
This is a form of a magician. Someone who holds the book. Not the Bible, but the book of all of the secrets of the occult world. The one who carries the sacred words of these books. That's why we're not to have anything to do with these things. So, if you don't know your enemy, you're going to be a victim. But in the Bible, the Bible makes it clear that there is that world out there. And that we need to be aware of that world. And we are to protect ourselves from that world. And then also, we need to make sure that we are not involved in that world uh, knowingly or unknowingly. We can't, you know, it's like the law. If you don't know the law, you can't go to the judge and say, well, I didn't know. It doesn't fly. Well, I didn't know. Well, you better know the law and you better know your enemy. With the matter of the world, in the book of John, in the epistle, in the epistles, the cosmos is mentioned 17 times. And I'm going to, I just feel to, that I need to present this to you because it is the world that you're going to have to transition out of. You're going to have to transition out of the world, the cosmos, the things that belong, uh, the things in the world that are keeping you from being what you should be in Christ. We've got a transition. We're in a transition. We're going to cross over a river. We're going into seven years of hardship. When you're going to battle, you want to make sure you're not carrying something that is going to work against you. In my thinking, I have the account of Jacob in the book of Genesis 29, 30, 31, 2, 3, 4, and 5. Jacob, when he had gone into uh, the land of his... Uh, soon-to-be father-in-law to meet Rachel, to marry Rachel, and to uh, have children through Rachel and Leah. There was a world that something happened with that family. And brought witchcraft into the family through Rachel. She took her father's idols there's idolatry, any type of idols, you're going to be in trouble. Big trouble. Because God is not going to allow His children space any longer to be involved in any type of witchcraft, knowingly or unknowingly. One of the meanings of the cosmos is the 
aggregate of things earthly, earthly goods, endowments, enrichments, or riches, advantages, pleasures, which are empty, frail, and fleeting. They are there to seduce, from God, seduce you from God and are obstacles to the cause of Christ. The world. John, 1 John chapter 2, verse 14-16 I've written, written unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abides in you. And you've overcome the wicked one. Love not the cosmos, neither the things that are in the cosmos. If the man love the cosmos, the love of the Father is not in him. We are going to transition out of the world. And the only way you're going to transition out of the world is to have the Holy Spirit reveal to you what things Satan is using to keep you bound. When I first came to the Lord for the first two and a half years, I was a believer, but I was in the world. I was bound in, in, uh, with the vices of the day, all of them. And I knew Christ. I knew the Lord. The Lord was with me. I was learning to follow His Holy Spirit. I knew when He was displeased, and He was displeased a lot of the time, but I had no way to be free from the vices. I had no, free to be, no way to be free from them. I knew they were there, and eventually, two and a half years roughly later, the Holy Spirit tells me, you need to be baptized. I didn't know really that much about baptism. All I knew is that if God, in the book of John tells me to be baptized, or Luke tells me to be baptized, I guess I better be baptized. So I worked it out, and I was baptized in Berkeley, California, on the Berkeley campus fountain. It was only about two feet deep, but it was enough to get me underwater. And and uh, that was the beginning of my being set free from the world of the flesh that had been binding, that had bound me and had controlled me. That was the beginning. Then, upon my baptism, I was planning to make a trip back to Colorado. I hitchhiked out there. I was going to hitchhike back. But the Holy Spirit told me, no, you're going to stay with this little church group right here in Berkeley, California, right in the center of Sodom and Gomorrah. You're going to stay here, and you're going to stay here till I tell you you can leave. Well, he didn't let me go for about 20 months. But in that time, then he began, he spoke three things to me, just three. Number one, I was never to be involved in any tri type of illegal drug activity ever again, period. Not even tasting it, sampling it, being involved with it, doing anything having to do with it. Alcohol, never to ever be drunk again. And having an affair with any woman outside of marriage, never to happen again. Three things he told me. Just three. And it was very clear. 
if you should, you can't stumble, period. But that's what he told me. These three things are forbidden. And uh, this was the beginning of my freedom from that world. Then, in the next two years, the knowledge and understanding of the power of the influences of everything in society that will hinder you from moving forward with Christ and growing as a believer. Anything that your heart is so deceptive, your heart clings to everything, a vehicle, money, a job, uh, you name it. And with every single thing that the heart is sticky toward, you have to be careful. The heart, you cannot, I think, I think I would put it this way. I think it was Chuck Swindoll said that whatever God gives you, put it in your hands and hold it lightly because there may come a time when God takes it out of your hand. So anything other than like if you're married, these things like that are not included. Once you're married, you're married. You have a responsibility and you have uh, made it a, 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 this is a, in a sense, a sacrament. You're not to violate it. But even with the job, with the vehicle, with the direction you love, with whatever it may be, you have to hold it lightly because God may want to take it and you must give him the right to take whatever it is that your sticky heart desires. We'll be right back. Tune in Saturday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 a.m. for the Gardening with Joey and Holly radio show. Get your garden started and growing successfully all summer long every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. Hey folks, The Rev here. I want to introduce you to my friend Zach Frisbee, decorated combat veteran and Purple Heart recipient. His real estate service has incredible programs and can even offer a $1,500 closing cost to veterans. Zach also donates $500 to the VFW for every home he helps you buy or sell. Zach's website is foothills.life. Again, that's foothills.life. Make Zach at foothills.life your choice for all your real estate needs, real estate done right. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Carrie and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, gyros, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara and Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in Northern Colorado. Reasons to Own Gold. Brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank. Which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger. 
while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800 951 Hi, Amber with Two Girls in a Broom here. Hate cleaning, we love it. Two Girls in a Broom LLC offering residential and commercial cleaning services in Fort Collins, Colorado and surrounding areas. Call us today, 719-216-1143. Providing basic clean, deep clean, wet cleans or Airbnb services. Let Two Girls in a Broom LLC do the work. We'll take care of you and all your cleaning needs. Call us today, 719-216-1143. Hello, my name is Keith, and I'm the host of the program, The Pursuit of God, on 1360 KHNC, and I invite you to join me Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock as we go on this great pursuit of God. All right, we're going to continue. First <clears throat> John two fifteen, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the cosmos, what is owned by the evil one, the love of the Father is not in him. Verse sixteen: For all that is in the world, in the cosmos. The lust of the flesh. The flesh is the flesh. I have an article on what the flesh is. And the flesh is your nature. The little little Fifi has a nature, likes to bark, scratch, dig, tear up shoes, tear up the couch bite the neighbor. Little Fifi has a nature to cause problems, cause trouble. Your flesh is like little Fifi. Your flesh wants what it wants. Before I uh, was baptized, I craved alcohol, all these evil things. But upon being baptized, the Lord was able to give me the authority and power to free me from these bondages. The lust of the flesh. The lust of the eyes. We love to see what we love to see. Each one of us, we're attracted to something different than other people might be attracted to. The lust of the eyes. The pride of life. Everybody would like to be wealthy. Be an actor. Be an actress. Live in a big, beautiful home. Dress, be adored, be honored, be worshipped. The pride of life. But, but it's not of the Father, but is of the cosmos. Verse 17, and the world passes away, and the lust thereof, but he that does the will of God abides forever. In this word, the world here, the world meaning the present systems of the world and the way that they're fashioned, the way that they're put together, the order. Another word for the world is order. 
There is an order in the societies of the world presently. And this order is going to pass away. It's going to end when Christ returns, like I stated in the first hour. The kingdoms of this world, of this cosmos, of this present order, are going to be given are going to be given to Christ. Christ is going to take back the order of the direction that the world has gone. We hear the term, the new world order. This is part of the order of the cosmos. It is the order and the plans of the serpent to destroy anyone in the world that will not serve him. Can I prove that? Yes. Revelation chapter 13, the Antichrist. Everyone that takes the mark or worships the image. If you, can, if you don't have this mark, you can't buy and you can't sell. This is the kind of world we're going to go into. But to be victorious in that world, to be effective, to be protected. The cosmos, God is God as a, as a, I'm telling you, as a Bible teacher, knowing the ways of God, God will and has to take the world out of His people because if he doesn't take the world out of you, you will be ineffective. You will be, uh, you will never be victorious. The world is too powerful. This is why with assemblies, small assemblies, what makes them so powerful is in a small assembly, we don't like people looking over our shoulder. But in a small assembly, eventually, you have a response you, you have a you recognize that you have a responsibility not just for your selfish self. I'm a very selfish person and uh, by nature I'm selfish. Uh, by nature I am uh, many, many, many things and only through the spirit of God can I see what I am by nature and then by nature, or by, by the power of the that's in the Holy Spirit, I can temper the areas that are out of control. One thing that, that is out of control is we just have a pattern in life. We just have a routine. And in that routine, we should have a routine. But at the same time, we always, like with me, with these radio programs, I, always, I get to these points where I, I just have to stop and I have to think, okay, Lord, I've been going this direction. If this is not fruitful, if this is not, if I am not adding to this audience, and I use this example, in Galatians, the Apostle Paul, he heard about certain men. And he heard that these men were great men. 
And the people were in awe over these men. And these people were talking about these certain people. Well, the Apostle Paul said, well, okay, I better check it out. So Paul went to listen to what these men had to say. And they were talking about the gospel. And Paul went and listened to them, and his comment was, but they added nothing to me. They added nothing to me. What they were saying was there was nothing being added. There was nothing new. Paul had received the revelation of what he was to do in the work that God had put in his hand. And part of that was the gospel. And his gospel was the perfect gospel. And these men were talking about another gospel that was even a better gospel than the Apostle Paul, which could never be true. The, the gospel that Paul presented was intact. It was perfect. There was no, uh, in, in, there was no cracks in the structure of it. It was complete. You didn't have to try to change it, add to it, modify it. And the gospel that we Christians should have should be the gospel that Paul the Apostle had. Nothing new. And here in this world today, we have this other social gospel. Well, this would be the Paul would say to the people that are in the social gospel, who has bewitched you? Someone has bewitched you. Somebody has cast a spell upon you. Somebody has mesmerized you. There is no other gospel the other than the gospel that Paul preached. There's no social gospel. The gospel, uh, if, you know, we are salt and light. We as light, we bring light into darkness. And then when we bring light into darkness, everyone can see what is in the darkness and the evil that is in the darkness. We are salt. We are to be something that is healthy but causes a little bit of discomfort. And that's the way, this is what Christ did when he was here. He brought discomfort to the religious world. He brought discomfort even to the crowds that followed him. And many couldn't handle it. And they left. He brought discomfort to his own disciples. He's telling the disciples one day that he's planning to go to the cross. And Peter grabs him and starts to shake him and says, No, Lord, no. He shook the Lord and said, No, Lord, it not, not, it's not, this can't be. And the Lord looked at Peter and said, Get thou behind me, Satan. You savor not the things of God, but the things of man. We are salt. We are light. With this matter of the world. The Lord is going to take the world out of us. For this audience, I'm saying, it's not a negative thing. It is a very positive thing. With small little assemblies, you can pray for each other. 
I have a small assembly, and I pray for my small assembly. They pray for me. And I realize that that uh, it keeps me focused on staying on track with the Lord. I, I you know, I really sometimes I like to uh, maybe I, I finally got a smartphone and I found out how to get on YouTube and I like to listen to uh, you know some of the great songs of the past like uh, Karen Carpenter you know, or bread, you know, fabulous, fabulous music from the past, <clears throat> you know, uh, like to listen to uh, just different things. But sometimes I just sense, Lord Jesus, I, I am kind of getting caught by this. So I have to be careful. So I back out. I back away. I listen to somebody different. No, I'm kidding. No, I just sometimes I just feel, well, I'm getting too much in the soul, too much pleasure in the soul. I need to maybe focus a little bit more on things that are important, like uh, we're at the end of the world, and within, uh, I'm not going to be here in 10 years. It's going to be done. I'm going to be gone. I won't be here. Uh, you know, I can tell you the names of people who are not going to be here. Donald Rumsfeld, he just left this world here in June. Let's see, Joe Biden is not going to be here in a decade. Vladimir Putin is not going to be here in a decade. Xi Jinping, I don't think, is going to be here in a decade. I think we're that close to the Millennial Kingdom. Everybody now in the world has a shelf life. Everybody has a shelf life. Everybody that's listening to me presently, you have a shelf life. If I'm correct, we don't have another decade. If you, you know, there was a, there's a, been kind of a philosophical question out there. If you could know your future, and know how you are going to die, would you want to know? Some people say yes. Some people say no. Some people say, well, I don't want to know. I just want to go to bed and fall asleep and never wake up. Others say, well, if I knew how long I had, then I would change things. Well, I'm saying that we are getting ready and very, we are very close to the tribulation. And God is going to help us change things. And the main thing He's going to help us change is the cosmos, the world in us. Because the world in us, the things of the world that we love, the fashion of the world is passing away. The kingdoms of this world presently and the order of this world is almost is going to come to an end. And Revelation chapter 11, verse 18, the kingdoms of this world are become, will become the kingdoms of our Lord. He's coming, and He's going to bring in His order and the millennial kingdom. 
There's order. Israel as a nation is not going to escape the prophecies of her prophets. Israel has prophecies, specific prophecies specifically for the elect of God, for Israel as a nation. She's not going to escape those prophecies. They're going to come to pass. We in the church, in the churches, and the two corporate people, the two different families in the body of Christ, Jew and Gentile, we have prophecies for us, and we're not going to change them. God is going to take the world out of the churches because He's going to have a church that is without spot and wrinkle. He is going to have a church that the gates of hell are not going to prevail against. It's not going to be the whole body of Christ. Naturally, the parable of the two virgins makes that clear. They're going to be the faithful and the unfaithful. And then with the, 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 the uh, parable of the sower and the seed, there are some people who will bring forth a hundredfold fruit. Others 60, others 30. So there is a variance difference. There is a, a, a degree, different degrees of faithfulness. And then there is the one talented who didn't do anything with his talent, where the other two, they took their talents, invested, and had great gain. We can't change. The scripture says that the world, there's tribulation coming to the world, not Israel, and not the church, but to the Gentile world, the world apart from the Jew or the church. There's tribulation and prophecies about the tribulation coming to that world. Then it talks about the judgment specifically. God is very clear that in the time that we're moving into, there are going to be judgments upon the children of the cosmos, those people that serve the devil. There will be specific dire consequences upon that group. Even as evil as they are, and all the evil that they do, just like Cain killing Abel, they will be allowed to do it. But it also says that he that kills with the sword will die by the sword. And this, God presents this to the believers so that this does give us peace and hope to know that there is going to be justice upon those who bring hardships to us. The Apostle Paul says God is going to bring tribulation to them. Those that discomfort us, God will bring tribulation to them. And then King David in the Psalms. David prayed, Lord, I'll see the destruction of my enemies. I'll see them, their destruction. The cosmos. We're going to continue with the cosmos a little more in the next hour. So... Podcasts, I forgot to mention, are on 1360khnc.com for the Olive Tree Program. This is Carter, bail agent at ASAP Bail Bonds. We now have a radio show. 
Tune in every Sunday at 2 to 3 to learn the truth about bail. Feel free to give us a call anytime for free bail information. 970-378-7878. We want you to know the truth about the rise in crime. Tune in every Sunday at 2. Thirteen sixty KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com. Hello, I'm Jessica Autry with the TC Group, 970-396-2404, your Colorado native realtor with 10 years real estate and property management experience. Whether you are looking to buy, sell, rent, or list your rental, I can help. Just call me at 970-396-2404 or email me at jessellenrealestate at gmail.com. You can buy gold just about anywhere in the world from all kinds of different dealers. So why do you use the Patriot Trading Group? 20 years of service, just like that. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, just like that. Lowest prices, just like that. No solicitation, just like that. Buying or selling, just like that. For all your gold and silver needs, call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592, just like that. Well, that ends this hour. So we'll uh, finish out. The podcasts are on 1360KHNC.com to the podcast section down to the Olive Tree program. These programs are on Sunday, 8 to 11, on uh, the... This coming Thursday, I'll have one more open forum program, and then we'll be done with the open forum. And then I will be going Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3 p.m. here on 1360 KHNC. But this this first Monday of the programs, which is Labor Day, I will not do that program. But every week after, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 3. And the, the uh, in contact information, you can just write Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502, P.O. Box 872, 
Longmont, 80502, or rick at khnc.net. And again, the podcast, 1360khnc.com, the cosmos, the work of the Holy Spirit is now to get the cosmos out of the church, to get the world out of the church, the love of the world out of his body of believers, to get the things of the world, the, the, the idolatry, the things that trap us, that entice us to be to, to sin, to uh, to cause uh, uh, shame and bring shame to Christ. God is going to get the world out of us. The world passes away. This is First John two seventeen. The world passes away. It's going to pass away the lust thereof, but he that does the will of God abides forever. John, First John three one through three. Behold what manner of the Father, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. When Christ came, there was that world of, in that society that did not recognize him. They did not know him. 1 John 3, 12-14 Not as Cain, who was of that wicked one, and slew his brother. And where, why did he slay, slay him? Because his works were evil, and his brothers were righteous. Marvel not, my brethren, if the world hates you. This is the way and the hatred of the churches of God. We are in that time. The hatred is going to increase. The persecution of the true believers of God is going to increase. Marvel not if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. He that loves his brother abides in that loves not his brother abides in death so okay we're going to uh, go to the next hour in just a few minutes so stay with me olive tree and lampstand ministry radio church program rick rodriguez the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy our fine, my kind CBD products, just go to the website 1360khnc.com click on the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Worvin. For more than a day now, Coloradans have been on their way to help out Louisiana following Hurricane Ida. 
Colorado Task Force 1 will join the search and rescue effort there after the storm makes landfall. They were on the way to Alexandria, northwest of New Orleans, on Saturday. 45 members packed up their gear to head out. For them, it's just another day of work. Some folks that are in trouble, and we're going to try and go down and see what we can do to help them out. That's our job. But for so many, leader Brian Daly and his colleagues assist, it's much, much more. Ida is expecting to make landfall sometime today, exactly 16 years after the devastation left behind by Hurricane Katrina. I'm Jim Williams. Firefighters in Morgan County thought they had a handle on a small wildfire outside Wiggins on Friday. Early Saturday, though, Mother Nature changed her mind when the fire flared up again, sending up new, bigger plumes of smoke. The fire crews called in an air tanker and even got some help from an ag sprayer. Half a dozen farmers and ranchers helped hold the fire lines, and the flames there are now almost fully contained for real this time. Official estimates say the fire burned across almost five square miles. Colorado Springs Police and the CBI still looking for a man who triggered an Amber Alert this week. They're looking for Arthur Lee Glover. Police say he fired a gun at his ex-girlfriend and her 10-year-old son Friday afternoon before taking off with his 21-month-old daughter. Officers found the girl safe less than 12 hours later. CBI describes Glover as bald, wearing glasses. They think he's driving a black sedan. The Colorado Rapids tried last night to become the franchise's first squad to win four in a row in 18 years, but couldn't quite get it done in MLS action against Sporting Kansas City. Final score, 1-1. And in L.A., the Rockies pitched John Gray against the Dodgers, but lost him to an apparent arm injury in the third inning. L.A. took advantage, winning 5-2. I'm Ted Werbett. If you want the best rate for your mortgage, look no further than American Financing. Because at American Financing, they're in it for you, creating custom loans designed around your goals. Whether it's a lower rate, access to cash, or even a new home purchase, they've got you covered. No pressure and no upfront or hidden fees. Call 303-695-7000 or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Professor, what's all the excitement about? It's Powerball. Now there's an extra drawing day and an add-on called Double Play where you can win up to $10 million for just a buck. So I'm searching for a mathematically perfect set of lucky numbers. Cosine, tangent, please excuse my dear aunt Sally. I've done it! You forgot to carry the one. Oh. Powerball is bigger and better than ever with a new Monday drawing and the chance to win up to $10 million with Double Play. Must be 18 to buy. Prizes equal 50% of overall sales. Odds of winning 1 in 25. See coloradolottery.com for details. Do you need your fireplace clean? Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient? Call Abundant Flame at 970-966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces, and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 970-966-0217. Hi listeners, Jack here. The Hunting and Sportsman Gun Show is Northern Colorado's premier event in 2021. These shows feature dozens of vendors that guarantee the best selection of guns and ammo in Northern Colorado, from the Loveland Outlet Mall to Island Grove Park in Greeley. For show dates, locations, or table reservations, visit peshows.com. That is peshows.com. 
While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton, Colorado. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have a half an acre or 1,000, they carry the equipment you need. They always have a full-line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or back 40, Harsh Outdoors has got you covered. No people will tamely surrender their liberties, nor can any be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. On the contrary, when people are universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink under their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. Samuel Adams. Well, welcome to the hour three Hour 3 of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Every Sunday, 8 to 11. Starting uh, the 7th of September, I will begin a new program from 2 to 3 p.m. Monday through Thursday. But I won't have the uh, Labor Day program. I'm going to take a break. But after that, every week, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 3 p.m. The podcasts are on 1360khnc.com for this program, to the podcast section, and then down to the Olive Tree and Lampstand programs. I've been talking about the cosmos, the world, and I know that it's a uh, kind of a tough uh, it's not a pleasant talking about the cosmos is not pleasant especially when you look at the world of the witchcraft and the world of the of darkness and the power of that world Christ presented it in the Gospels to his disciples. He spoke about it. The apostles talked about it. The prophets in the Old Testament talked about the kingdom of darkness and the uh, rulers of that kingdom, men, magicians, astrologers, soothsayers, people in the occult. Revelation talks about it very clearly. John in his vision that the God gave him. Christ wanted the world to see him as he is. The book of Revelation is a, about Jesus Christ, but not as the little shepherd, not as a little lamb, but as a lion, as a judge, as a prosecuting attorney, He's a defense attorney. He's a defense attorney to his people. God is coming as God the Father in his righteous judgments is coming to judge all evil, all unrighteousness in the world. The unrighteousness of the world that does not know God, 
the unrighteousness of the elect of God, the Jewish people, who are uh, the promises that were given to them, they are going to, he's coming to straighten them out to punish them for their unrighteousness, but there will be those who will be faithful. Then there is the body of Christ, who uh, in the body of Christ you have two families, Jewish and Gentile. And both of these families are also going to be, uh, there's going to be punishment. There are going to be negative sanctions. Positive sanctions to those who are obedient to God and His uh, instructions. Negative sanctions to those that disobey. God is no respecter of persons. The unbelievers will be punished. There'll be judgments. The Jewish people, negative sanctions. And with the church of God, the two families within the body of Christ, Jew and Gentile, also there are going to be negative sanctions. In Matthew chapter 16, Christ said that I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. The church will be a group of people within the whole of the body of believers that will be faithful. And in this body of believers, there will be overcomers from all the seven churches in Revelation chapter 2 and chapter 3. There will be overcomers in the Catholic church, the Greek churches, the Lutheran churches, the Episcopalian, the Presbyterian, in the, uh, all the churches, in the Orthodox churches, all the churches internationally that are truly born-again churches, there will be the overcomers. And in America, in the church in Laodicea, there will be those that will overcome in Laodicea. This group, which Jewish and Gentile, there will be the two families, the two peoples, corporate people, Jew and Gentile in the body of Christ, in these seven churches, they will be faithful, and they will be the builded church, and the gates of hell, the gates of, uh, I've been talking about the cosmos in the last two hours, it's important because God's children don't understand the cosmos, what the cosmos is. Yes, the cosmos is the whole universe. It is the whole of mankind. It is the earth and the, as a, as a whole system, ec ecological system, uh, our solar system. Then there is the kingdom, the invisible kingdoms, the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of darkness. There is the, the uh, order in the world. Cosmos would be considered to be an order. An order with the, the uh, devil and the systems of the world that he is the ruler of. It says that the whole world lies in the evil one. Cosmocrator, that's who the devil is. He's the one who oversees his kingdom. But then you have in the world, you have 
the Jewish people, the Gentile people, and the church. The devil, in his system, the way he has built his system, is through the power of what we call witchcraft. Starting back in Genesis, then Genesis chapter 6, you had the Nephilim, half angel, half human. Then the world is destroyed through the flood. But then after that, you still have the occult world in the societies of the world, in ancient Egypt, in ancient Babylon, in Assyria, in the area of the Chaldees, even in the, with the children of Israel, you had witchcraft. <clears throat> and uh, with that witchcraft, the enemy, the devil was able to put together and the fashion of everything that we see. It's important that uh, God's children understand that now the world is going to be given the cosmos, the order of the children of the devil are going to be given. God is going to use them to uh, as a tool to bring God's people back to him. They're going to go too far and God will judge them. But God uses all these things for his purpose, for his kingdom. In the Gospel of John, verse 1-9, talking about Christ, that was the true light which lighted every man that comes into the world, the world of mankind. John 1-10, He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. So he came into the world, the society of man, of men. And the world was made by him, the universe, the constellations, the galaxies. The world was made by him. And the world, going back to the societies and mankind as, a, as the, the, the human world, did not, knew, did not know him. Then it says in the first in, in, in uh, the Gospel of John. I'm staying with the Gospels in 129. John sees, sees Jesus coming, and said, "Behold, the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the cosmos, the world, which is the corrupt, fallen world that has is far from God. Takes away the sin of that world." that is to be judged by God, he takes that sin away. John 3, 16, For God so loved the cosmos, meaning the world of mankind, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish. John three seventeen, For God sent not his Son into the cosmos, the world of mankind, to condemn the world of mankind, but that the that mankind that is far from God through him might be saved. John 3, 19. And this is the condemnation 
that the light is come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. Speaking of the world that is far from God, because their deeds were evil. John 4.42 And he said to the woman, this was the Samaritan woman, and he had done all these things and told the Samaritan woman about all these things that, that he knew about her. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that many of you know the story. Some may not. But Christ went to visit a Samaritan woman. And she, she had had seven husbands. I believe it was. And, uh, or seven men. And the one that she had was not her, not her husband. And he basically told her her life story. She went back to the village told the people that he knew everything, that Christ knew everything about her. And then in John 4, 42, he said to the woman, now we believe that they said to the woman, now they, they saw and believed what she said, but now they came to visit Christ. Now we believe not because of the saying for what we have heard, not for your saying, for we have heard him ourselves. We know this is indeed the Christ, the Son, the, the Christ, the Savior of the world, the world of mankind that is far from God. John 6.14 Then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, they said, This of a truth, this is of a truth, that prophet that should come into the cosmos, into the world, into the societies at that time. John 6.33 The bread of God which He gave, for the bread of God is He which came down from heaven and giveth life unto the world unto mankind. John 10, I'm sorry, John 6, 51. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I give is my flesh, which I give for the life of the cosmos. So he's emphasizing, John is emphasizing in his gospel that Christ did not come to save the universe or at that time to change the order that was in the world or to change the fashion of the world. But Christ, he's making it clear that Christ has come for a world that is far from God, that without God has no hope, without God is going to perish eternally. And so John is emphasizing that I give the life, I give for the life of the world. For there is no man, John 7, 4, 7, 4, there is no man that doeth anything in secret, and he himself seeketh to be known openly. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. So the Jews, are, are the religious world is saying, well, if you're the son of God, then show yourself to the world, to the mankind and John 7 7 the world cannot hate you but it hates me because I testify it 
I testify of it, that the works thereof are evil. The world cannot hate you, but me it hates, because I testify of it, that the works thereof are evil. That is the cosmos that is ruled by, in this verse, the devil. John 8, 12. Then Jesus spake again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. I am the light of the cosmos, meaning the family of mankind. John 8.23 He said unto them, You are from beneath. I am from above. You are of this cosmos. I am not of this cosmos. Now here he is saying that there is another world that he is from that is not of the cosmos that they are in. I am from above. I am from another world. He has another kingdom. But you're of this cosmos. But I am not of this cosmos. I am not of this world. So he's making the distinction that there is the world in which we live, but there is, as believers, we know there is another world, another kingdom, and we are members of two kingdoms. Those that are born again, truly born again, that are truly born again. We exist in this world, in this cosmos. We're not to be part of this cosmos, but we have to function in this world. But we also are members of another kingdom, which is eternal, which will never pass away. We are members of that kingdom and we are furthering that kingdom as we as we go through life we're not changing this kingdom we're affecting the people around us that are in this kingdom hopefully affecting them to become members of the eternal kingdom then in uh, John 8.26 I have many things to say and to judge of you but he that sent me is true and I speak to the world those things which I have heard of him. So Christ had to speak to the society of mankind and he, this had to be documented. They remembered it. They documented it for our time. He had to speak and he is still speaking. Christ today is still speaking to this cosmos through his word. Speaking to his cosmos, through this cosmos, through his people. John 9, 5. As long as I am in the cosmos, I am the light of the cosmos. So, in other words, there was only one person that was a light to the whole society of mankind. Just one. Not Buddha, not uh, Confucius, not uh, 
Muhammad, there's only one person that was a light to the cosmos. Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, he was the only one that was, the only man who ever claimed to be the light of the world. John 9.32 Since the world, the cosmos, began, was it not heard that any man opened the eyes of one that was born blind? So he had just opened the eyes of a man, and from the time, going all the way back to the time of Adam, was there ever a man that had opened the eyes of one that was born blind? So he was saying, There's, this has never occurred before. I am the only one to pray for and give the man sight. Now in John 9.39, And Jesus said, For judgment I am come into this cosmos, that they may see, that they which see not may see, they which see might be made blind. So there were those who, For judgment I am come into the world, that they which see, they that see not might see, and he which seeth might be made blind. <clears throat> so that's kind of a, how would, I, how would I present this here? The Jewish people that he came to that should see they were going to be blind. And to this very day, they are still blind. And those who should not see the Gentile people, they were not supposed to see. They're the ones that do see. And the Jewish people to this day, according to Paul's writings in Romans, the Jewish people, there is a blindness upon them, the elect of God. There's still a blindness upon them to this very day. John 10.36 Say ye of him whom the Father has sanctified and sent into the world you blaspheme because I say I am the Son of God. So in other words he was sent into this is his uh, as Christ the one being sent appointed he was anointed and appointed and sent into the world and by him stating this to them uh, they say that he's blaspheming blaspheming because he says he's stating that he's the son of God and later on it gets a little more intense he, they even say well he says he is God which he was John 11 9 Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in a day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbles not, because he sees the light of this world. Again, Christ states to them that he is the light of the world. Again, Buddha, Confucius, no man has ever stated that they were the light of all of the cosmos, all of the world, of the world of mankind. John 12:19 The Pharisees therefore said among themselves 
Perceive how you prevail nothing. Behold, the world is gone after him. The Sadducees, uh, they really, because the world had gone after him, and this is exactly what's happening today also. Still, many cannot see it. But the what Christ stated in Matthew 28, that we were to go into the nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, preaching the kingdom of heaven to the whole world. This is now has been done. It is being done. It has been finished. What Christ said that the churches were to do has happened. And uh, the whole world, especially now, is going to continue to go after and follow and believe on Jesus Christ. We're going to another break. I know that I'm giving you a lot of scriptures concerning the cosmos. It's, it's important. God is at war with the cosmos. The cosmos is at war with God. The, the nations of the world are at war with God. It is evident and becoming more evident. All the non-Christian religions of the world are at war with God and at war with the true believers of the world regardless of the nation you live in. We in America, we think we're going to be protected by the Constitution of this land. This Constitution does not exist anymore. It has been violated to the point where it is basically useless. It's there presently just for show. But the Lord Jesus said that He is going to have a church that is pure, that is clean that is undefiled and he's going to have to allow the cosmos he, the cosmos will be his tool to help us to help sanctify us we'll be right back this is carter host of bail talk tune in every sunday from two to three to hear about crime and bail two to three every sunday don't miss it Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners, family owned and operated since 1970. We use the latest non-toxic green cleaning systems and state-of-the-art tensioning units to assure a quality and consistent finish. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, from wedding gowns to sleeping bags, we do it all. For info and directions, call us at 970-775-0623. Again, 970-775-0623. Kids, when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. 
cow, eat a cow, cause it's good for you. Eat a cow, eat a cow, it's a thing that goes. Back the truck up. Where are you going to get 10% off 20 pounds or more of Chuck Short Ribs? Meet America, locally raised, dry-aged beef. Call 970-759-9217 or go to meetamericainc at gmail.com. That's M-E-E-T, americainc at gmail.com. Back the truck up. Look at all the cows in the slaughterhouse yard. Gotta hit them in the head. Gotta hit them real hard. First you gotta clean it, then the butcher cuts it up. Throws it on a scale, throws an eyeball in a cup. And get 10% off of 20 pounds or more of Chuck Short Ribs. Once again, 10% off 20 pounds or more of Chuck Short Ribs right now at 970-759-9217. And meet America Inc. at gmail.com. Hi. My name is Vince with Serenity Painting and Decorating. Since 2010, painting residential and commercial locations. For a free estimate, please call Vince Rivera at 970-978-9565. Please ask about our free window cleaning after paint service. Again, 970-978-9565. Hey there, guys. How long have you been waiting for good, conservative quality radio? Well, you finally reached your destination at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Well, we're going to finish out the final 30 minutes of today's three-hour program. I'm Rick Rodriguez. Program is the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church every Sunday from 8 to 11. Starting Monday, oh well, actually, starting Tuesday, the 7th of September, I will have a program in the afternoon from 2 to 3. And every week after that, I'll be on Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3 p.m. The my contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And Rick at khnc.net. Podcasts are 1360khnc.com. With the matter of the cosmos, uh, I do believe that the world, because of the way that the the uh, this culture is it's so powerful we export our culture to the other nations we export McDonald's we export uh, Burger King Taco Bell we export uh, so much to the other nations that's the power of America America the land of the plumed servant that serpent the land of the plumed serpent that is the meaning, the hidden meaning behind the word America. I think it was, I'm trying to remember who it was that initially did the research to find that out. Others have, have uh, on their websites, they have put out that information, but there was a brother back in the 90s, I think it was Gary Kaw, I can't remember, I want to give him the credit, but I had read this in the 90s, 
that uh, land of the plume serpent, a nation like no other nation, the pinnacle of all that the evil one has put, into, has put together, all that everything, all the best is condensed right here in this country. The world, the world is at war with God. The world is at, the cosmos is at war with God's children. God is going to use the cosmos to, uh, he's going to allow the cosmos to afflict his people in his churches. The two peoples of God, the two corporate peoples of God, Jew and Gentile, God is going to allow affliction to come to these two families in the body of Christ. There's going to be affliction to the non-believer and to Israel as the elect of God, but as a pastor to the believing churches, to the believing people, God is going to allow the world to afflict us so that we will be sanctified. We have a transition that we have to make and the transition begins in our thinking. If we don't transition in our thinking to realize that we cannot stop what's coming and that we who are maybe distant from God need to, be, to make the turn to begin to make the voyage back to God. Those who are near to God continue in the way that you're going. Don't deviate. I think as in Ezekiel, there will be the unrighteous that will come to God and be forgiven, and there will be the, the, the unrighteous will come to God and be forgiven, and then there will be those who are righteous that will become unrighteous. If you're righteous, stay, re remain righteous still. Like in, the, in Revelation oh, 22, he that is holy, let him be holy still. In that principle, so those that are in the way, stay in the way. Those that are out of the way, you need to get in the way. In Isaiah 28, this is the chapter that talks about the treaty with death and hell. And it's a very negative chapter on one hand but on the other hand it's very positive because the Lord is telling his people the truth he's telling Israel as a nation the truth and he's using that truth you know whenever you see someone get uh, punished it kind of puts the fear of God in you I remember when I was young you know I'd get in trouble with some other buddies and uh or they would get in trouble there in uh we had in junior high we were messing around down in the lathe shop we were we had a woodworking class you couldn't mess around you weren't you weren't allowed to horseplay because you have dangerous equipment around so some guys would uh do something that would get them in trouble well the shop teacher had a paddle 
And I didn't like to see somebody else get that old paddle on the hind end. Back then you could do that. That's why we're, we turn out to be such a great society because of the paddle. Now we're not so great. We're not, we're not such a great society because uh, many of these kids today, many young people have never had to, to pay the price for doing evil. But I would watch somebody else get paddled and it put the fear of God in me. We don't want hardship, but God has to allow it. He that is holy, remain holy. God is going to have a church, and the gates of hell are not going to prevail against it. The gates of hell are the, just that, is the occult world that will come and flourish and blossom and become powerful at the time in which we're in. It's just literally that, the gates of hell. It will be the all of the different avenues out of Hades that are coming against the churches of God, the true people of God. These, what's behind these gates is the satanic world the cosmos of the devil it's coming against all the Christian people many of the Christian people are going to be casualties many Christian people are not going to be able to remain faithful I'm talking about the world today the cosmos the order of the kingdom of darkness in the world. One of the meanings of world is cosmo, is, is order. Order. You're seeing a new world order, a new cosmos, an order of the cosmos, an order of the ages. It's happening before our eyes. We're not going to change it. We can't stop it. It will happen. God it will allow it. He has to allow it. He has to let the fruit tree bear fruit. If the tree bears good fruit, it's a good tree. If the fruit is evil, you know it's an evil tree. The whole world, every man, woman, and child, anybody that is old enough to have reasoning ability is going to have to make a decision. There is going to be the king of the cosmos and there is going to be the king of the kingdom of heaven. And there are going to be two kings that are being presented to the world in which we live. Just two kings. The king of the underworld and the king of eternity. The king of eternal life, the king of eternal death. Mankind has got to make a decision. In the book of Joel, there's a valley. It's called the Valley of Decision. Multitudes, multitudes into the Valley of Decision. In the world today, the whole world is moving into that valley. The king of the cosmos is becoming more and more powerful. 
and the king of the cosmos is ready to bring the person that is going to direct his kingdom on this earth, this person called Antichrist, or the son of perdition, the man of sin, he has many titles. The king of the cosmos offered Christ, you worship me, I will give you the kingdoms of the world. Christ said no. Why would Christ take a lesser kingdom? A kingdom that will perish, a kingdom that will be destroyed. Christ told him no. Well, that king of that cosmos went out and through the last 2,000 years has been finding men and people that would take him up on the offer. And he has found millions, millions that are living today that have taken him up on that offer. They have taken him up. Yes, I want to be wealthy. I want to be rich. I want to have prosperity. I want to have, I want to be protected from the evil that I do. I want to do the evil that I want to do. I don't want to be, get caught by the authorities. Yes, I will serve you. You protect me, I will serve you. I will build your kingdom. But then there are millions that serve the king, the almighty king of life, the eternal uh, uh, king of eternal life, Yahweh, the God of all gods, Elohim, the God who created all things, that created the cosmos, the universe, the God who came to die for the cosmos, the mankind as a whole, who came to die for the men in the cosmos that have no hope, that have no future, that are going to perish and go to eternal life. He came to die and offer every all mankind hope and give them a way to be forgiven of their sins and to have a hope for eternal future, eternally, and offer also to give them hope in this life, to give them joy in this life, as hard and as evil as this world can be, there still would be joy with this king of peace. The enemy, the king of the cosmos, is coming to uh, bring chaos. The prince of peace is coming to bring peace to his people, in the chaos. The Prince of Peace will give you peace in the chaos. You will sleep well in the chaos. You may not have everything you want. You may have need, but you will still have peace in the chaos. You will have hope in the chaos. I saw a woman yesterday. I was at the market here in Johnstown getting lunch. And there was a young woman, maybe 20, 21. She had a child that just newborn maybe two three weeks old and this woman this young girl I could tell the joy that this girl had she was the happiest person I, I, I could not believe how much joy she had as she was checking out she was just happy she was content and it was all because of that little baby that little baby was just bringing her all this, you could not have offered her a million dollars to make her any happier than she was. She was so full of joy. 
I just had to stare at her. And then after she walked out, I told the woman that was checking me out, I said, nothing like having a little baby. She goes, there's nothing like it. This is the kind of joy that Christ will bring us in hardship, in darkness, in suffering. This is the type of joy that Prince of Peace will give you this peace and this joy in what's coming. He can do it. He will do it. That's what He does. And Christ literally looks at His children, all of us, with great hope that, that we will respond to His suckering, to His drawing, to His beckoning, to His wooing. As we are going through our day, He's trying to get our attention, waving His hand in front of us, trying to get us to just consider because he might have something to say. He always has something to say. It's just we don't hear. But God is trying to succor, just like this woman and this child. This, this is the love that God has for all of his children. And this is the love that God has for all of mankind. Those that are not even saved. Those that have not, not, do not know him. He is trying to get them and move upon them to turn to Him, to acknowledge Him, to receive Him, to beg and plead, please God, please Jesus, help me out. It's that simple. And then with His own children, but His own children, like, like it said in John, James, I'm sorry, James 4.4, I hate to say, you are like unfaithful wives having illicit love affairs with the world, with the cosmos. Don't have an affair with the cosmos. The cosmos has nothing to offer you. The cosmos is your enemy. This world is passing away. There's nothing in this world that is, that is going to help you. The only one who will help you is the king of the eternal kingdom. The Lord Jesus, His kingdom is eternal. It will not pass away. His kingdom is growing. As I'm speaking to you, His kingdom is growing like a great mountain. It's going to destroy the kingdoms, all the kingdoms, of this world. This cosmos that the devil owns is fashioned in a way where there are many kingdoms. And in those kingdoms, there is infrastructure. And then you have, with all the industry internationally and the corporations, this is just another smaller facets of this cosmos. It's coming to an end. It has a shelf life. We don't have a shelf life. But it has a shelf life. James says, Do not, do you know, do you not know that being the cosmos's friend is being God's enemy? Whoever chooses to be a friend of the cosmos takes his stand as an enemy of God. Don't take your stand as an enemy. This cosmos, again, has nothing to offer you. Anything. Anything that, that uh, like, example, I'm, I'm, because I'm older, 
I am not starting a new career. Don't start a new career unless it's just to get you by so you can occupy, to get what you need to live. But not. don't think that you're going to have 20, 30 years. The, presently, the corporations, they're losing their vision for anything beyond 2030. They're hoping beyond 2030 that they can do this and they can do that, but they're losing their vision. Why? Because God, the vision of Almighty God and the end of the world vision is here, and that is taking precedence. Are you an expert in your field? Do you want to educate your fellow man? Or have you always just wanted to be on the radio? Here at 1360 KHNC, you can do just that by hosting your own radio show. Looking to grow your business or share your thoughts and opinions or simply bragging to your friends that you have your own radio show. For more information, call us at 970-587-5003 or email us at contact at 1360khnc.com. Reasons to own gold. Reason number one. Culturally, the golden rule is treating others as you want to be treated. But financially, the golden rule is those that have the gold make the rules. When you retire, make sure you can write your rules. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. The creation of the cell phone has been an incredible technological advancement with many conveniences but at the same time has become the largest tracking device the world has ever seen and destroys any privacies you think you may have. At any given time, multiple governmental agencies can be listening to your cell phone calls or intercepting your texts or emails. Because of this invasion of privacy, the Defense Enabling Assistance Framework created death protection that keeps your personal and digital cell phone information protected. To learn more, visit us at deathprotection.com. That's deathprotection.com. Make sure your calls, texts, and emails are protected at all times during transmission. Do you ever wake up and feel like there should be someone to run your errands? We want to get things done, but just don't have enough time. Many of us hire concierge services like dog walkers or food and grocery delivery. Why should your insurance needs be any different? At Badger Insurance Advisors, we act as your concierge for all things insurance, pairing quotes and prices, and recommending the best insurance for your needs. Call or text us today at 303-359-1799 or check us out at badgerinsuranceadvisors.com. This is Carter, bail agent at ASAP Bail Bonds. We now have a radio show. Tune in every Sunday at 2 to 3 to learn the truth about bail. Feel free to give us a call anytime for free bail information. 970-378-7878. We want you to know the truth about the rise in crime. Tune in every Sunday at 2. Okay, well, we're going to finish out. Now, uh, in this cosmos, it has a ruler. And this ruler, it hated Christ, and it's going to hate you. 
It does hate you. It hates God. It hates those who follow their conscience. It hates the all the churches of God. There is a war against God. And that war against God includes the believers of Jesus Christ. And the Jewish people. As a family of people. And in the churches of God, you have the two families. The family of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and the family of just the Gentile peoples of the world. And God hates us. So like James said in James 4.4, you are like unfaithful wives having illicit love affairs with the world. Do not bow the knee to Baal. Do not embrace Baal. Do not kiss Baal. Do not be tender in any way to the, the, the cosmos. And in the cosmos, the great power of this world of the devil is the witchcraft and the occult, anything in the occult of the world. Many Christians, you know, anything that is physical that you might be using to ward off evil, to keep you from evil, be careful because Satan uses every single thing physical and anything physical can have a demonic attachment to it. Water, the, the river Nile, the frogs, the lice, the snakes, the sun, the moon, the stars, the uh, uh, the star of David, the cross, the picture of Jesus, anything physical can have demonic influence behind it. Jacob, before when he left Laban's house in the book of Genesis to go back to the land of, of Isaac, he told all the people with him and his family, anyone that was related to him, to find your idols and give them to me. And he took all those idols and buried them under an oak tree. Many Christians, you have something that physically you're using and you don't even know it's an idol. Ask God to open your eyes. Anything that is idolatry in your lives, you are going to have a hard time crossing the river. We're in a transition. We're transitioning toward the tribulation that's coming. You need to be free spiritually and you need to be empowered spiritually and you can't if you have any idolatry in your lives. If you're worshiping anything, that is offensive to God. Only the Holy Spirit can show you. You have to pray. God bless you. Podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. God bless you. God bless you. God keep you. God, you have a wonderful weekend. Talk to you next week. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now.
To buy or find my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com, click on the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins.